Welcome back to tonight's edition, the snowy edition of Nightly Aloha. Nightly Aloha is a presentation of the Wise Entertainment Network. Comes to you every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night at this time. Please tune in along the podcast as well uh, for updated. Uh, one programming note, I think that we will, what we will do is we'll, we'll spend this week uh, discussing further Kriyashma, and then we're going to turn next week to the to Halachas of the Four Parshios and Purim. So we'll start. We'll start getting into that next week. We'll just finish this week with Kriyashma. Uh, we probably won't finish the topic, but uh, I, I think we, we we should start getting into uh, in, into those in Yonim. Um There will be a shear. I'm not sure exactly when on on Purim halachas of Purim and Purim and Friday. Uh, it's a very interesting year coming up. So we'll we'll have to discuss that. That um, that will probably be one night in place of this venue because and I'll do it for a lot. I'll start a little early and I'll go for about an hour. So we'll, we'll I'll let you know when that happens. All right. Uh, mitzvah Semina Torah Likro Pamaim Bakal Yon Kriyashma. There is a positive commandment from the Torah to to, to say each day um Kriyashma. Baboker Uba Erev in the morning and at night. Shinema Bashakha Shakha Ubikumach. At the time that people are, means when people are going to sleep, when people are getting up. And, and the Gemara, those machlokas in the Gemara, exactly how to understand this, is it, so there, there are different views in the Mishnah, in, in the on is it while people are going to sleep or when people are sleeping, but nonetheless we paskin, at the time that people are sleeping, which is, the, which is night. And the, the converse of that is that it's the time when people are waking up, which means daytime. So, so according to Halacha, we discussed this um, the other day, you have to wait to say Shema to, to what's called Mishayakir. Mishayakir is about a half hour after dawn. And it's at a time that, according to the Mishnah, you can recognize someone who's uh, about four to seven feet away, four almost away, um, and and someone not that you see every day, but someone you see on occasion, and you would recognize there would be enough light that you would recognize them. So that's the earliest time to say Shema. So I mentioned um, last week that that the best time to say Shema is a couple of minutes before sunrise, and to daven Shmonesre exactly at sunrise, something that we call Vasika. Uh, many many people have such a custom um, on on uh, Shavuos. Morning uh, is when people do it. Um, I mentioned to you on a number of occasions that when I was in Eretz Israel for the week, I had the time to do that on a regular re- regular basis for that whole week to Dambasikin. And it's really fascinating experience when you go to the hotel and, and at that moment of sunrise, the entire plaza goes quiet because everybody hits Shmones right at that exact moment. So that's very important. Anyway, so that's the best time to say Kriyashma, but as we discussed the other day, you can say it up to the up to the third hour of the day, the third halachic hour of the day, which is the hours as we as divided into twelve equal parts. Okay, so uh, anyway, usually usually at some it's some time in the nine o'clock hour. It ranges from maybe as early as nine itself to about um, there. There is a slight period of time where it's a little bit after ten. But uh, that's only for a very short period of time. But it's usually, it's Man Kriya Shema in the morning is usually between 9 and 10 o'clock in the morning. 
the late the latest time to say Shema. Now, now he, he says, I'm reading from Tefillah Kehuchasa. Nachon shanoshim gamkein to kabel naal atzman o machlus shemayim bekriyashma ulefachos bekriyas pasik rishon. He said it is important for women as well to say kriyashma or at least the first pasik because what's in the first pasik? The first pasik is what we call kabbalas o machlus shemayim, the acceptance of the yoke of heaven of, of Torah mitzvahs upon us. And and at a minimum, women should should at least say the first pasuk. Chiyuvam b'amiras birkas kriyashma uzman kriyashma. We'll discuss. Okay. Katan, a child, mishehiskel l'daber v'gufo naki mitzvah l'lomdo likro pasuk rishon chal kriyashma. That's the Mishnah in Sukkah. The Mishnah in Sukkah points out. That that there is there are different level of obligations of educating a child. When a child reaches certain plateaus in his life, so so uh, a certain um, cognitive uh, plateaus, particularly uh, in his life, so we have an obligation to educate the child to do certain things. So, for example, uh, when he learns how to speak, so so the Mishnah in in uh, Sukkah says we're supposed to teach him two things: Torah Siva Lana Moshe. The Pusik that says that the Torah was given to us by Moshe and inheritance to B'nai Yaakov. And the second thing the Mishnah says is that we're supposed to teach him to say Shema. The first Pusik of Shema that, uh, that we're supposed to teach him. Uh, anyway, so, so th- those, are, those are the two things. So he brings down in the Halacha that a child should be taught to say Shema. Child should be uh, uh, now a child who's old enough to appreciate what it means that Hashem is in the world. Even if they just know the song, Hashem is there. Hashem is here. Hashem is truly everywhere. If they understand that basic concept and they, and they speak, we're supposed to teach them to say uh, uh, Shema. Now, now he mentions that a child doesn't necessarily have to say Shema in the in the period of Zman Kriya Shema. Uh, certainly, uh, it's more flexible when it comes to a child. But, he, but then he brings down, he says, he says that when he, uh, when he reaches the age of six or seven, so when a child reaches the age of seven, so they should be taught to not only say Kriyashma, but say it with all the brachos, bismana, in the, in the, in the proper time. And, and obviously, I don't need to tell you that when they get reached bar bas mitzvah, certainly they should be uh, uh, taught to say things properly. Um, women need, uh, are obligated to daven, uh, even though davening is a what's called the mitzvah seisha asman groma. The davening has set time to daven, but the Mishnah says in Mesechus Brachos that since the whole concept of davening is 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 in that we we ask the Kaddish Baruch to have mercy on us, so that also applies to women as well. And women also have to daven and and, and certainly should say Shema every day at at, at, at a minimum. Uh, now. Now I mentioned this this halacha before. It's better to say kriyashma moments before sunrise. Um, so right? It's important that they should certainly you, you have to finish it before the third hour of the day. So I, I just wanted to conclude tonight with this halacha. Um, the Shulchan Aruch in Simon Samach Seifei uh, um, says If somebody is reading Shema, 
Um, and he doesn't have kavana when he says the first pasuk Shema Yisrael. He doesn't fulfill the mitzvah, and ideally he should repeat it. He says that if the, re- the rest of Shema, if you simply, let's say you're reading it in the Torah because you're correcting uh, Sefer Torah, and you say, now the halacha is when you read through a Sefer Torah to correct, you're supposed to say it word by word. And, 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 and even if you're just doing that, it's fine. Um, but in the first Pasuk, you know, it's, it's extremely important that you have Kavana. The Mishnabura writes, it says, Kavana zu ha'amura kan enenu um, the Mishnabura says that when the Shokhanar talks about Kavana here by saying the first Pasuk of Shema, he doesn't refer to the general Kavana. General Kavana, when we do a mitzvah, is that you're supposed to have in mind what to fulfill the mitzvah. When I put on tefillin, I'm supposed to have in mind to fulfill the mitzvah of tefillin. Put on tzitzah or any, any other mitzvah. That's that's generally what we mean when we when we talk about Kavana, uh, intention, when we do a mitzvah. But here but, but here, but here, he says, Masha Enkein Kavana Zuhi Lihisponein here you specifically have to focus and concentrate exactly what you're saying. And that's why only by the first Pasuk we're, we're, we're super concerned because the first Pasuk is the essential idea of accepting the yoke of heaven upon it. And the oneness of Hashem. And others say that, that, that even basic kavana is also ma'ake when it comes to the first pasuk. So, um, uh, so, so it's important that when we say when we say shema, we should we shouldn't be, we have to have uh, we have to have proper uh, um, concentration when we say shema. Uh, I remember when I was in middle school. Uh, when I was in seventh grade, I remember my principal, um, he, he instituted a fascinating idea. He said that after you say, Baruch Atah Hashem, Abokher, Ba'amo Yisrael, Bi'avo, he says, you, should, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't say Shema immediately. You should wait about two to four seconds. Like, you should, like during those two to four seconds, you should think in your mind that you're going to be Makabal Omochlu Shemayim by saying Shema. And, and and by doing that, you're able to focus. And if you stop for two to three seconds to, to think about what you're about to do, then a person will have the proper kavana that's necessary uh, when they recite the first pasuk of, of, of Shema. But it's pretty clear that, if, that, that a baseless recitation of the first pasuk of Shema, one does not fulfill the mitzvah. So one has to be very careful, especially in saying the first pasuk of Shema. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. Uh, and in Mitzvah Hashem, we will continue on, on discussing Kriyashma tomorrow.